0: What's up, everyone? It's State of the Revolution, the Michigan Progressive Podcast. I'm Benjamin Klon. Zachary Reinhart.
1: Amanda Adams. Mitch Suquen. Alex Sahori. We're coming to
0: you from the studios at The Fledge in Lansing, Michigan. As we tape this, it is Sunday, August 25th, and thank you for joining us this week. Uh, to open today's show, we, uh, we've got some of the best news that we've gotten in a while. Uh, billionaire, uh, industrialist, scum of the earth, uh, David Koch has died.
2: I'm celebrating the two-day two anniversary already. <laughs> <laughs> this, like, Y'all. this is a really spectacular
3: day. The only... Uh, real shitty part is is that we don't get to expropriate all his 51 billion dollar uh, wealth and I think it would like what 20 billion dollars could like solve homelessness in the country about 20 billion we something
1: could, like that yeah Yeah,
3: motherfucking David Koch could have probably uh, done it himself if he really cared huh hmm.
2: well he didn't yeah. <laughs> spent his entire life not doing anything but crushing working class people that's right he's a philanthropist though You see the awful? Oh yeah, all the money that
0: he donated to uh, uh, cancer research. Yeah, (laughs) totally makes up for all the horrible, (laughs) shitty
2: things he did. Did you guys see that awful take by uh, Alyssa Milano? I don't oh, know if you saw that. I uh, would it was basically like, how how can we as liberals <laughs> chastise Coke when we believe in the death penalty? I'm paraphrasing, but it was basically like that. Like we believe in the death penalty, so we shouldn't be celebrating someone's death.
1: Or we don't believe in the death penalty.
2: Uh, yeah. Or don't okay. believe. In the death penalty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, just to clarify that. that. Really yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah, like uh, that. We yeah, we uh, don't believe in the death penalty, but right. also yeah, celebrating
3: yeah, someone's yeah. death. Just like just like Alyssa Milano, I was uh, really pissed off when the United States uh, killed Osama bin Laden. Uh, Sovereign territory, uh, Pakistani territory. That was that was kind of shitty. I agree with Melissa Milano. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Such an awful, awful take. I
0: mean, I don't think anyone was advocating for the state to put him to death. No, uh, no, not, no.
4: I don't think it's particularly exciting. He died at like a natural age, either. It's yeah. Just,
2: it's it's fine. It's good. Yeah. Well, it, doesn't it just change old anything, age? Though. Yeah. Uh, yeah he really had cancer. Yeah. Uh, He'd been uh, battling it for like twenty yeah. seven well, years. or something. So- him so him
1: donating to, you know, fight against cancer was more of a self-serving oh, purpose. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. purely. Messing hmm. yeah. well, in saying- the
2: research while denying everyone else access. To imagine yeah. like imagine somebody he, dying after they've
4: already done something isn't that big of a deal.
3: Imagine if he cured cancer. Like, people would, like, the aliens would probably know his name, like, when they came after we're gone. Like, if he cured <laughs> cancer, like, that's, thank God we don't live in that timeline. We can have solace in knowing that
5: like for
2: sure <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know there's a lot of people like you know kind of like uh, there, there's like two sides of it yeah you obviously have mm-hmm. like the very liberal uh takes which are you know like you shouldn't be uh celebrating someone's death and you have like the uh, super um like left uh like stance which is like but only one coke is gone but I honestly consider myself a casket half full kind of guy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I tweeted about how like I was like super stoked until I uh, reminded myself that Henry Kissinger like is still alive somehow. The thing is I don't like understand. people always
4: celebrate these people dying and sure it's cool and all, but they die of old age mm-hmm. and they've already done all the bad stuff, so who fucking cares? Doesn't is, matter. Is he yeah.
2: um, going to be cremated along with the pal- uh, planet, as per request. Yeah. or...
4: <laughs> like, it would be cool if, like, someone died in their prime of being evil. Right, know, But right. It, it doesn't it happen mean... enough.
0: Yeah. It doesn't. Like, like, if someone, like, well, like if Bolsonaro like, were to like, suddenly die... I'm uh, yeah,
4: like, if if Hitler died at, like, 80 and people were like, yeah, he did all that stuff, but now he's finally dead. <laughs> 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 age, we did it.
3: <laughs> and <laughs> and <Yahoo laughs> suffering a stroke, <laughs> like, yeah. mid, like, uh like, I don't know, settlement building or, like, whatever? <laughs> <laughs> just,
4: like, oh, know. It's a very, uh, it's a very pathetic victory. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I'll be like, oh, cool, he's dead, but no, like, what, his heir is probably just some guy named Tony who's,
2: you know. <laughs> oh, he's, no, he's, his heir his air is quite the guy, actually. <laughs> He's got incredible shirt line. If you haven't checked oh, yeah, it up, he out. makes like Hawaiian oh, really? shirts. Yeah, yeah, he makes Hawaiian shirts for like uh, <laughs> tech dudes. <and laughs>
1: oh my goodness!
2: Looks like that. Is he still
1: involved in the game of, uh I you know, Coke brother industries? Well, now he is
2: probably. Maybe, maybe now, yeah. but uh, mm-hmm. I don't think he was. I think he was like the. He was trying to like distance himself. Hmm. Oh. I, don't know Good you for him, I guess. Is this Wyatt right? Coke's
3: father, or is it? Wyatt yeah, Coke?
2: this is Wy- the his Wyatt's father. This is
3: Wyatt's father. Poor him. I wonder if he'll do a memorial T-shirt or something.
2: <laughs> like <that. laughs> Sell it for ninety dollars. Mm, I heard a great idea of uh, people uh, getting together and doing a flash mob at his funeral, wearing those shirts. <laughs> all <the time>. Which <laughs> <laughs> is <laughs> I, it I too late? <laughs> I I don't know. I don't think the it done. happened they yet. Got it?
4: done. It's going to be guarded. I
0: saw someone post online. Um, what is like, What? what's like the legal distance at which we can like hire, like a choir to like stand outside of his funeral and sing Ode to Joy?
5: It's a good right.
3: question. It's a hard target for sure. Hard target. <laughs> <laughs>
5: satire (laughs) it's a
6: joke
0: (laughs) for legal reasons that's a joke (laughs) well uh, to take a bit of a turn um, (laughs) in other news uh, the fucking soulless vampires in the Trump administration are uh, moving to end the limits uh, on which uh, the Department of Homeland Security can
2: detain migrants Mm further entrenching us in concentration camps that's right
3: yeah along with this and like the uh the um stopping of the uh flu vaccines right
2: yeah
0: they're not giving the they're not giving them vaccines either this is Mm -hmm. like
3: textbook like genocide genocidal tactics like they're just trying to like keep these people in like Mm -hmm. god-awful conditions so that they just like die off like from uh sickness and uh it's it's completely depraved the type of behavior that uh we're allowing this government to uh proceed with every day.
1: Mm. But they're answering our our call to keep families together. So they <laughs> they're doing their job, right? No,
3: not yeah, like it's pretty it's it's pretty like awful just when you like consider uh you know, there's like there's there's a good amount of the country even Democrats who are like waffling on this. Mm-hmm. Like, completely waffling. And you, 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 you ask yourself, you know, how did, like, you know, this stuff happen in the past? Like, all this atrocious stuff happened in the past? And this is how. It's just, like, the waffling of yeah, the, the middle. Yeah,
2: the slow march to fascism. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. just the continued normalization of atrocities. Right. It's really I mean, terrible. It's, it's, Me and you were talking about this like, you know, like at what point like, you know, like obviously like they're not like killing people um, They're not actively they're not actively exterminating exterminating people, but like they are putting people in, in uh, Situations where they're likely to die. Like, well, yeah, I mean, they have already had what seven or eight kids or something like that mm-hmm. have died already mm-hmm. Well, it's gonna be the Reichstag fire though, right? <laughs> And look, these are the
3: necessary preconditions for, like, you know, a death camp to prop up. And that's, like, why these protests, the Never Again protests, are so, like, important. Because this is actually, like, this is uh, balls to the wall. Like, we're, like, here now, and we gotta really do more about it. Is everyone familiar with the Reichstag fire? What that is?
4: No. No, it's when, uh,. To seize power, they like uh, a building was burned down and it was blamed on communist agitators, and Hitler used it to seize power over the military. Mm-hmm. Right, so, oh, I see. Like I have a false flag terrorist act right. that used to crack down on progressive activists. So, did you
3: did you guys yeah. see the? Uh, there's like reporting out there that I guess Bill Barr and the FBI sort of knew like about the el paso shooting before it happened they definitely saw the 4chan post two hours before the shooting happened i didn't Mm -hmm. hear about that yeah the fbi knew about the el paso shooter before it happened and like
2: it's not surprising this is like a government that uh, the department of justice uh, just sent out like a white nationalist blog to a bunch of um higher up uh judges for the uh, immigration courts so it's like like they're just like actively embracing white supremacy, and then <clears throat> you know pretend to be shocked when you know these white supremacist terrorists are going around shooting people for the color of their skin.
3: The crazy thing is, is that um, I think it was uh, Whitney Webb, of um, minute press news who uh, reported on this. Uh, that um, and she's also doing some crazy reporting on Epstein that everybody that's required reading for everybody, by the way. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so she was talking about how. Um, There was a speech that uh, Bill Barr made a few days before the El Paso shooting talking about how, like, there would probably be, like, we're going to get one of these mass shootings to happen sometime soon, right? And we're going to use that to, like, you know, just uh do like a bunch of shit at the justice department that's going to continue to just like whittle down our civil uh, liberties and you know this is just like it it is the slow march they're going to just keep chipping away and chipping away and chipping away this is the uh, program and um yeah it's it's pretty depressing when you
2: consider all the factors involved there are several uh attorney generals including ours that are suing the administration over this correct
1: Go, Dana, go over over
2: the um, the internment thing and the scale back, or was it just the scale back of uh, legal immigration that was? Uh, so the last I heard,
0: um, Michigan is now part of a lawsuit against uh, uh, DHS uh, for trying to limit uh, migrants who are dependent or likely to be to likely to be dependent on social safety net programs.
1: Oh, the public charge stuff? Yeah. Would they be able yeah. to...
2: I wonder if they'd have the authority to move in on this uh, indefinite uh, detention thing, because I feel like that's a... It should We be. should be... Ha- yeah. Like, every AG should be against this.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, from what I understand,
0: there are some uh, groups that are trying to take legal action against, against this new rule that uh, I believe is supposed to take effect in about two months.
2: Just so, another way that the... Um, prison industrial complex can continue to, um, they're
0: you know, making so much fucking money off. Yeah, they are,
2: Yeah. Like John fucking Kelly. It's is, like almost what? Nearly $800 a night.
3: Yeah. Your daily reminder <laughs> that John fucking Kelly, former chief of staff of the white house is on the boards for one of the, is on the board for one of these fucking detention camp centers. Like that's like what he does now. He just makes money off like the, uh, large scale human rights abuses across the country. It's not just at the southern border. This is like across the country
2: now. Oh yeah, yeah, we have there's Like the, it's uh, all over the country. They're in northern states there yeah. It's insane. Yeah, well this uh this new rule that
0: they're uh implementing what's what's his name? Kevin Mac- McCallin McCallinan? I, I don't fuck him. I don't I don't know his name. Uh he says uh Today, the government has issued a critical rule that will permit the Department of Homeland Security to appropriately hold families together and improve the integrity of the immigration system. This rule allows the federal government to enforce immigration laws as passed by Congress and ensures that all children in U.S. government custody are treated with dignity, respect, and special concern for their particular vulnerability.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
2: um, what about the fucking flu like that's a vulnerability and they're not doing a damn thing about it it's such a I hate this bullshit that like uh, they put more um, emphasis in like uh, Importance in being civil with words as opposed to actions like just because like you say that you're gonna You know commit human rights violations in a nice, you know civil way. doesn't make it any less fucking disgusting mm-hmm.
3: and this, this is like these are all like kids like especially d- these kids who are like all in a def- de- uh, developmental period in their lives in terms mm-hmm. of the brain like this is going this is going to cripple a generation this is something that like um i actually uh read a lot about and like that's happened in like palestine especially like in gaza
5: mm-hmm. like
3: that is like really bad right you have children there who've like grown up their entire lives like knowing nothing but brutality and uh and really, that's that's kind of what we're doing now in these concentration
2: camps. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we're
3: we're going to we're, we're putting like handicaps
2: on kids. Mm-hmm. Stuck with uh, George Takei for his entire life. Yeah, you know he still talks about it, and he's one of the um, you know biggest critics of this. Which you know I think the fact that like you know you have um, people that suffered underneath Japanese internment, and you have uh, the never again um, uh, Jewish resistors to this, like just should be like. Complete evidence that this is like wrong these are the people that mm. are historically suffered these uh, this kind of oppression and the fact that like people aren't taking them seriously Um, or just like dismissing them or pointing them fucking over in some cases. Yeah, um, is just appalling uh, yeah. the republicans uh, kind of bogarted the whole Jew- jewish
4: thing, right? Mm. Like, don't, uh, you're not uh, you're anti-semitic if you don't support israel and support the camps mm and support republicans in general.
0: Well that was uh, what Trump was tweeting about like yeah. uh, last week is you know if uh if you're not supporting me and my administration and you know you're republicans yeah. then you're and you're, uh, any any Jewish person who's not supporting us is uh, disloyal. Most mm-hmm. people are Democrats. And when, yeah. and, it's yeah. like eighty
2: percent or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 80,
3: yeah. That. yeah. And when uh, they were like, "Oh, you mean disloyal to America, right?" You're not saying Jews are loyal to Israel, are you, President Trump? You would never say that, President Trump. You would never say, "No, Jews are only loyal to Israel." That's what <laughs> Donald Trump meant. He doesn't even think it's their. He doesn't think American Jews like it's their country that they uh, they just all love Israel. That's like what he believes. He's a like anti-Semite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's, oh yeah, he, very he, very much, ju- much so. He, he he used to have like but fucking Hitler a G- speeches. He has a Jewish son-in-law, <laughs> right? No, he used to have like <laughs> Hitler speeches like at his bedside.
2: I mean, the fact that the media has definitely painted like people like uh, Ilhan Omar as like anti-Semitic and completely ignored Trump is just right. Like everything that's wrong. It's with, unbelievably like, disgusting. It really yep. is. And
3: when he said, when he uh, like quote tweeted that. Uh, Psycho. Psycho, dude. Like, yeah, that right-wing radio dude. (laughs) Or was he on TV? I think he was on TV. Newsmax TV, yeah. He was on TV, dude. And he was saying, yeah, Donald Trump is like the king of Israel. Donald Trump tweets that out. (laughs) Bro, I was... I was, it that was bapping. Twitter was was bapping. I was very very happy. I'm not gonna lie. It was it was actually pretty awesome. I was just like, dude, this is epic. Like he's such a fucking idiot, and he's making my life like for Palestinian advocacy so easy. Like what a fucking buffoon. Like what they're doing is like we talked about it last week, but it's just like completely unstrategic at all. Like, they're they're really fucking it
2: up. Yeah, they're he's really making it more of a the partisan
1: issue than it was before, so it'll I mean, be interesting to see what happens. And well, it just yeah, makes him look stupid and dumb and like an anti-Semite. Yeah.
2: Yeah, people like Megan McCain like, say, I'm like, damn it, now I can't be an anti-Semite racist because <laughs> Trump's doing it and he's doing it without the whistle. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly.
3: He's not she, He's not being woke about it like, you know, <laughs> Megan McCain is. Because Megan McCain is like super woke, like really, really cares about, you know, geopolitics politics politics and stuff like that or mm. I don't even is that what she said geopolitical politics yeah. I think that's what she yeah
0: geopolitical politics
3: because, yeah. <laughs> I don't really deal with geopolitical politics uh, my father uh-
6: <laughs> inventor of war crimes <laughs> Are we uh I'm the king of Israel. I love the Jews. They, they love me. If they don't love me, they're disloyal. Disloyal <laughs> Like, oh my god.
3: Are we uh, All right, like, fucking cut that out? That wasn't even a good impression. It's actually pretty decent.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. The hand gestures so. really made it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad we didn't have the Facebook live this time.
3: Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, keep it in a few seconds.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, in other news, uh, we are in the early stages of the apocalypse. <laughs> Yay. Uh... Um, World is on fire, guys. Yeah. Uh, well, we're getting there uh, right now. The Amazon rainforest is on fire. Also,
2: Siberia is on fire. Siberia. Yeah. There's uh, there's several several uh, million acres of Siberia right now that are on fire. Oh, very cool. Very Fuck. cool. Do it's they like have forests? Prime tiger Siberian habitat. Forest? Yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah. The Amazon for cattle ranching,
4: correct? <laughs> They're, it, they're doing it for uh, cattle ranching. Yes. for Export to uh, yes. um, mainly China, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Actually,
0: um, so the so Brazil uh, houses about two thirds of the Amazon rainforest, which, mm-hmm. as we all know, uh, creates about twenty five, twenty to twenty five percent of the world's fucking oxygen supply. <laughs> um, it's the largest carbon sink on the planet. Um, and uh, Bolsonaro, uh, the president of Brazil, is uh, just letting uh,
2: just letting it all be set on fire. Yeah, and this is like uh, like two weeks after, uh, in, uh, the indigenous tribes uh, there had just won like a massive lawsuit, uh, giving them uh, you know obviously the right to their own land, and mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously like courts and laws don't matter because you know. Just ignoring them. Mass animal egg
4: is the biggest destroyer of the rainforests. And because, you know, it takes way more food to feed mass animal egg. Mm-hmm. And also animal egg takes a lot of land and very inefficient. And it pollutes the water and right. makes a bunch of methane, bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, Brazil actually uh, it is responsible for, I believe, twenty about nearly 20% of the world's uh, beef exports. Yeah,
4: and that's where rainforest is. It's bad.
3: And what's really depraved is that, like, was it like the CBC or like the Wall Street Journal, one of the two, where like, Bolsonaro's really, uh, you know... He's really uh, controversial, but, you know, there will be some good business opportunities. Oh, there's The Um, Economist. Yeah.
2: The Economist,
3: yeah. I know Wall Street Journal endorsed
2: him. Yeah, yeah, The Economist Um, was like, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, there's a lot of bad things, but... Business opportunities are going to be the, great. The, the, and, dude,
3: they knew this was coming. They they want they want to burn the rainforest so that they can do this uh, big aggro, like uh, Mitch was saying. Like, right. this is exactly, like, what they want to do. They just want to fucking make as much money as they it's, can.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's very short term because, like, I mean... Uh, they have, like, this thing, like, if 20% of the forest um, disappears, it's called, it's called the die-off. And it basically creates a point where the forest becomes too dry to um, keep it from catching fire. So mm-hmm. it just, it becomes, like... It's a yeah. cycle. It's a cycle, and it yeah. becomes really, really bad. And, like, all right, and I see a bunch of posts that really annoy me. And I get, it
4: is the corporation's fault, and we need systematic changes, but it almost feels like a lot of people in America don't. Think that our lifestyles will have to change if we do change these systems. Like America eats way more meat than everyone; mm-hmm. it can't exist like that anymore. Like at the end of the day, your lifestyles can have to change eventually. And passive boycotting isn't hurting anything, right? So like the there's no ethical consumption under capitalism is usually just nihilism about like oh. I don't need to change anything because it's the corporation's fault. We're really passive boycotting. At, at least you're, I mean, it's easy and you could do real activism while you're doing it. And it's not that, it's
3: not hurting But that anything. doesn't replace and like organized, like, organized boycotts. No, that's, that's not. Kind of...
4: No one thinks that though, except for like, dumb, okay. yeah, as a, it doesn't hurt. And boycotts have been a tool in the bag of activists forever. And the global like vegetarian movement has reduced meat consumption. Yeah. What, that's that like mean? the one
1: positive news article yeah. I've seen recently is that um people are becoming more aware of animal yeah. abuse actually too yeah. and that, using that as a reason it
4: has legitimately reduced right. like deforestation meat mm-hmm. consumption and like mm-hmm. you, you obviously ending capitalism is the end goal but boycotting like even mlk and radical organizers have used passive activism as well so like if you're saying there's no ethical consumption or capitalism you have to make sure you're not using it as a crutch to say oh you know It doesn't matter what I do, because I think sometimes people swing too much the other way on personal stuff, if they're Mm. leftist, you know? Well, like, obviously, mass action, systematic change is good, but really, anything you do to help the planet is good, even if it's an individual action,
2: like, fucking, like... Yeah, and yeah, those individual actions. Yeah. Eventually, I think they bring like consciousness and awareness that yeah, and eventually right, leads to those big it, scale if changes. If there's a bunch of people right.
4: boycotting some, it does help. It doesn't end capitalism, but like you know, the bu- bus boycotts were a tool in the hands of activists. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're like, especially now that the crisis at this point, if you're just counting things like boycott and saying we just need to end capitalism, no, we need to do everything we can do, mm-hmm. including things that impact the markets, which is what we can do right now, mm-hmm. and mass organizing, really any tool and boycotting is an easy way to do passive activism, and especially with deforestation shit I don't know so I, th- I think the left kind of swings a little bad nihilism especially about this stuff like oh there's nothing I could do about it but I mean you know you could organize and you could boycott you could do really I mean there's a lot you could do and even if it's not making a huge impact everything that makes even a little impact is good at this point I mm-hmm. think. yeah I you mean, have to see yourself yeah.
1: as a part of a collective movement yeah. otherwise nothing's gonna change yeah. And, absolutely yeah
0: I um I try to avoid eating fast food as much as I can but sometimes <laughs> I'm in a hurry mm-hmm. uh and I need something really quick, so mm-hmm. I'll go to Burger King and get that, get that Impossible Whopper. There you go. Yeah, you And Mickey D's loves deforestation.
4: Yeah, they do. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> they they have a lot of cow uh, plants in South America, yeah. So, mm-hmm.
3: um, yeah, I, I do believe that uh, uh, President Bolsonaro uh, has uh, deployed the military, I guess, to uh, fight Amazon fires. Was it you, Zach? He
2: uh, said that thing
3: about... Um, I'm oh, not, we're
2: talking about how this is a uh crime against humanity that he's that he's doing?
3: No, 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 no. I'm talking about uh that what they didn't have any like prison slaves to like go out and oh, like, that was not stop the me. fires. That was not I thought me. that was you.
2: Didn't uh another country yeah, send uh, Bolivia. Bolivia, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was really great. They sent multiple plans actually. To, That's oh, that was a call back to
3: uh, the California fires when the state of California was were mm-hmm. using prison oh, slaves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we use prison slaves, I guess uh, Bolsonaro was like, no, I'm gonna use the military because I'm gonna like, trying to look good right now. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to look good, like try, like I'm doing a good thing, so I guess I won't use my. Pri-. He definitely wants to use the prison his, slaves. Uh, he's probably just saving that for another time.
2: <laughs> his uh, reply back to Macron, I thought was very interesting. <laughs> uh, trying to use colonialism as like a way, uh, yeah, as a way <laughs> to try to like obfuscate this, and it just like doesn't make any sense whatsoever because clearly like he's like. These are indigenous tribes that are being kicked yeah. out of their land. Yeah, so like, this one. is colonialism in action. Like. Yeah, exactly. And all the right wingers
3: said like this, just followed it, repeated it, said the same thing, right? Yeah. Like they just they all just parroted. Because they don't know other.
2: what colonialism really
3: is. No, they just love to use like they. Oh yeah, we're talking about colonialism now, you woke lefties. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be cool to see more
4: people like kind of impose something on them, saying, like, hey, if we are going to continue cutting down rainforest, we're not going to buy the beef from you or, like... Yeah, yeah I thought that, there. too, like, yeah. um, like very maybe, directed yeah. in
2: uh, sanctions. Like, yeah. you know, we always use sanctions, like, uh, in, like, wrong ways, but if there was ever a time to actually use them now, would be, that, like, you know, just sanctions on beef exports from Brazil. Yeah, like, and
4: anything that's anything in that region that's been burned down, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you could... Yeah, it's just, it's messed up, and, and the rainforest's hard to burn. Like, it doesn't burn naturally like the Redwoods or anything mm-hmm. else. So it's kind of, you know that people are starting it. Mm-hmm. I also think it's, if you stop it and you don't build something there, it'll grow back Like pretty, I mean, not fast, but it'll grow back, Mm -hmm. and like the soil becomes healthier. If there's a a burn, sometimes people do that in forests, but it's—I don't think they're gonna try and grow it back. Um, (laughs) No, it doesn't look like it needs to be seen from space, too. And I think that I think all of that stuff will be developed eventually, Mm
2: -hmm. unless
4: you know, someone steps in.
2: Yeah. Cause that was like another part of it is there was like part of it obviously was like the, uh, big ag, but then there was like yeah. real estate, like they wanted yeah. like uh, ski slopes, like, you know, in the, like in the mountains, Yeah, and or... the more
4: spaces, the more stuff they could develop. They could build a city there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, <laughs>
2: yeah prime real estate yeah it's, it's so short term too because you know once again like it's like they're you know seeking these profits and like trying to plan out these like long-term projects without realizing that you know the short-term actions that they're doing make these long-term possible uh, actions you know impossible
4: hey, didn't obama um thanks obama didn't obama help set this <laughs> up by um something with a coup has anyone heard about that which one which coup in uh in Brazil. No, oh, no, I don't Bob. believe so. I know I, I know there was uh, so.
2: Lula da Silva obviously was like the former um leader and he was uh, polling uh, better than Bolsonaro and would have likely beated uh, beat him in the election and uh but he was um arrested uh on corruption charges. Ironically, the uh judge that sentenced him was appointed to a high up position in the Brazilian government by Bolsonaro. So there's uh the Intercept did great reporting on mm-hmm. this. If you want to yeah, look they, more they into broke it. like a huge scandal. Yeah, I mean um, he's being like harassed by the government right now, and like mm-hmm. he's like, talking like, about Glenn Greenwald. Yeah, Glenn yeah. Greenwald. Yeah,
3: Glenn Greenwald basically revealed that uh, this entire thing was co- a complete political operation. It's like, a coup. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a judicial coup. Um, and uh, it, it it basically exposed uh the entire government to Brazil, like um Sergio Moro, who is that uh that uh, justice minister, it was like, he, he like created, he was like, uh, created a new position. Like it was like a more powerful position, like but emerging between like two positions.
0: That's mm-hmm. like, he was this new justice. Well, minister. He's now effectively like right. the number two in Brazil.
3: And, and right now, like his approval ratings are like down like tremendously. And, uh, yeah more and more people are like calling for you know a resignation and Mm -hmm. uh yeah things are not looking good for him right now it's really um breathtaking to just like how fast you or for two weeks it was burning and just no reporting on it whatsoever we all were kind of just like oh my gosh it's been burning for like this long and that's kind of like that scares me Mm -hmm. and number two is like what i i read some everyone was retweeting this that like if like 5% of the rainforest there's so much like it uh, gets burnt 20% or the 20, die off. Yeah. yeah it, the, di- the, the die off will start. And then like, mm. you know, th- that could be the end of the Amazon.
1: What's it at right now? The percent burned,
3: I think, was it was it at five percent? Yeah, that yeah
1: was that like is that? 5%, that? Yeah. Mm. So we like got fifteen percent left.
2: Until like it becomes mm. like yeah systemic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and in, in, in not and in, uh, honestly, it's kind of already that way because like you know everyone's talking about the Amazon, but like I said earlier, like the Siberian uh, forest right now is also on fire. Uh, Greenland lost um, eleven billion uh, tons of ice in a single day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like happening all around the something
0: world. Something that I mean, you mentioned uh, Greenland melting the rate that it's melting at. Something that uh, scientists didn't think was
2: gonna happen until like 2070. 2070. And wow. now it's happening fucking now. Mm. Yeah, and and that goes the, the permafrost is the same way. Uh, they thought that that was gonna last until like 2070, and it's it's currently melting right now, which is partially like that permafrost melting right now is um, in the that area heating up is what's caused the Siberian forest fires as well. So it's doesn't isn't there a area where a bunch of methane would be released? That's the yeah. permafrost. There's yeah. like yeah. A, like tons and ton, millions of tons, billions of so tons. Because nothing's worse than carbon. Yeah, right. way, like, way, it's like eight times, times or...
1: more. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Where, yeah. where are you, Iron Man? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, he actually, uh, his organization. I mean, it's not much, but they. I think they donated like five million or something like that too. the Footprint Coalition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, man. It's just it's, all, all these things like the like climate change, like all these environmental disasters that are happening. Uh, It's like they're, they compound exponentially. It's like the more that happens, the worse it gets. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, like something about ecosystems being connected or something yeah. <laughs> like that. I, I don't know.
2: Yeah, there's a uh there's like an article talking about like the Titanic and they went down and they, like looked at the Titanic and you know, there's was, there's was articles talking about how like it was decaying, but well a lot of them left out and there was, you know, a couple that talked about it as uh the decay is actually of the Titanic is actually happening at a faster rate than normally would have happened because of the acidification of the ocean. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's just so much there's they found um plastic in raindrops now there's plastic in our in our oh, in our rain, rain. so oh. they, even collecting of rainwater now is still hazardous without filtration well wow. so mm-hmm. i mean it's, it's getting.
0: Yeah. Well, down. after, after you had mentioned, uh, what's happening with the wreckage of the Titanic, uh, I read a BBC article, uh, where they, they were talking about, uh, you know, the Titanic is, is, uh, starting to decay and, you know, uh, break down. Um, and all
2: the scientists are saying, oh, this, this is a natural process. It's not. I mean, it's. It is. I mean, obviously, like it's going to decay in water, but not nearly at the rate. It's kind of like that same argument that like Republicans use when talking about like the climate. Like, oh, it, it naturally changes this way, and it's like, yeah, but not this fast. Not nearly yeah. this fast. Speed is like the the speed of change. I've tried is to argue
4: people so much. That it naturally. In, like it does naturally change, but every scientist agrees. The the, the skeptics get so much airtime compared to mm-hmm. how much of the science population they represent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like one percent or something. And also, I mean. A lot of like Joe Rogan has a lot of <laughs> climate change denials on, and a lot of people listen to that.
0: Um, well, even it was like it was like two years ago, I think John Oliver did a whole segment on his show about how like even though like literally like ninety six, ninety seven percent of scientists agree climate change is real, it's a threat, and it's being caused by humans. Um, like climate skeptics are being given the same amount of airtime, like like as if this is like a one like a Fear one one to one debate. Too you know
3: fair and balanced media. well the media's got to be fair ben <laughs> media's got to be fair and balanced you gotta you got both sides have very fine people mm-hmm. very fine people on both sides well, I mean, like i've explained to skeptics this way
4: like if you wanted to um terraform mars right like to build an atmosphere we would just basically put factories whose whole goal was to produce as much carbon as possible to build an atmosphere and it would take like a couple hundred years but you'd put a bunch of smokestacks all over and not probably not smokestacks but something to pump carbon into atmosphere and eventually an atmosphere develop on mars that's like what terraforming plans look like from the space agencies so why would we tarif- Why would we build an atmosphere on a planet by doing the same thing we're doing here if it doesn't create more atmosphere? It right, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're
2: suffering the same fate that Venus, yeah. you know, suffered. Yeah. Just a huge uh, cataclysmic buildup of CO2 in the atmosphere yeah. to the point where it's going to be like, you know, 900 degrees and everything melts. That's why the woman left, right? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: it just, uh, yeah, I don't know how, it's pretty simple stuff. Like, I don't care what people just don't. I mean, it's willful ignorance, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's because it's so overwhelming to think about. Yeah. We need a cartoon. We need, I don't know, something to get to people to make it like seem so less scary. Were you properties. talking
0: about the party last night? We were talking yeah. about Fern Gully. Someone <laughs> yeah. was talking Fern about Fern Gully. Gully. <laughs> Bring oh, it back. Oh, my goodness. Cool House Rock.
3: <laughs> Fern Gully slapped guys like you remember that sitting in the classroom for fern- that what, those fairies like i don't know about you guys but i had a crush on the fairies
0: <laughs> if i'm being honest i actually never saw fern gully but i did see the the uh the remake
2: um james cameron's avatar <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad that they they just um well bernie said it i i, I thought this is actually pretty ironic Bernie was talking about how um, the people that have known this for decades, you know the uh, fossil fuel CEOs and uh, those bunch of people um, should be tried uh, for the crimes that they 've done uh, in the same way that yeah. like uh, the cigarette industry um, knowingly you know lied to the public um, and then, ironically, he said that, and then two days later, they released a poll, and they asked, um, Americans if they agree with that, and, uh, yeah, most do, um, yeah. especially, uh, amongst, uh, Democrats, very high, and, uh, independents as well, so, mm-hmm. um, I think that's good news, and I think that's honestly the only thing, like, these, I mean, whether, it, comes down to like the you know failings of our economy or our planet or, or anything really the only i mean fines and, and things like that just do not work for these people the only way that you're going to get them to listen is throwing them in jail
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i wonder why the party of uh personal responsibility doesn't want to hold those personally responsible for uh burning our planet alive because
1: it funds their campaigns
2: <laughs> bingo <laughs> that's a bingo <laughs> Speaking of which, who inherits uh, Coke senators now? <laughs> <laughs> Those get sold off in a state sale. Like it's, it's not Sheldon, a. Al- Sheldon uh, Addison. They're, they're up senators. Yeah, so Wyatt. You're, you're
6: gonna see Lindsey
3: Graham in like the money bag shirt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I've I've just spent like the last week like. uh feeling
2: really bummed out <laughs> and, yeah i mean yeah. uh they talk about like um ecological anxiety like the anxiety created by mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. knowing our planet's gonna fucking take a shit on us if we don't do something to change it i've yeah. been feeling
3: that a whole lot lately yeah it's yeah. it's pretty
2: burdensome actually i think it's gonna like affect like i mean obviously it's affecting our generation already and i think the next ones are just gonna be even more so
3: mm-hmm. yeah some some that i that bothers me too is like personally I'll um I almost avoid that stuff just because like it brings me out so right. much and I just feel like I know a lot of people are doing that too yeah and I've, I've heard that there are studies like you know when you're hope like, like when in this of type of issue when people are like hopeless and there's really not much to be done like n- there's not a political will to do it at all you know just like I think people understand that. You know, I think people are just like, I'm just one person. What am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. Um, That's why, you know, like great movements like the Sunrise Movement Movement and um, others and all that uh, are doing it. You know, they're trying to bring this issue to the forefront. I think Green Green New Deal is now like a popular policy. I mean, even Mm -hmm. amongst Republicans, I think so.
0: Yeah, I I saw a poll uh, a few months ago that said that the Green New Deal has the support of like 80% of Republicans, which just blew my fucking Hmm. mind. Wow. Wait, is it
3: really 80%? That's that's the poll that I saw. I think that was,
2: I think, um, I think. Part of that is due to the fact that, like, I mean, so like, even if you're Republican and you know you, you live in Florida and you, you know, you have like lakefront property and you see your property starting to erode, like, it's getting hard to deny that it's actually happening. But I think part of that too is just like the Republican like machine hadn't gone fully at the Green New Deal yet, and like basically propagandized their fucking base to the point. You want to know what I? I'd, think... I'd be interested to see how those polls hold up today. To you want to know what I think
3: is like the real like reason no- that nobody's talking about, like why the would New- Green New Deal is so popular. I really think it's popular because of Midwestern farmers. Yeah. Like you dude, we have people like in the Midwest and the South are just dealing with floods like decades decades floods decade like insane mm-hmm. 10 year floods
2: yeah That's happening every called. like couple right. of years yeah right
3: yeah it's just insane it's insanity like what's going on and they don't want to do de- like they don't want to deal with this right now for like majority of the summer they're like uh i think it was kansas was like completely flooded or something like that yeah. iowa, iowa nebraska
2: uh, the whole plains the, is the whole much... plains was just like totally flooded there's, and mm-hmm. you know there's a saying like in the farming industry like you want knee high by july when talking about corn and there, they and it's like knee high and like mid-august they care a
3: lot about climate change and you know i think you you see a lot of like uh bernie sanders like you know calling back to um fdr i'm waiting for him uh to call back to uh, the dust bowl no harry wallace henry wallace henry wallace yes henry wallace like when henry wallace told the farmers to like hey stop farming so much everyone thought he was crazy And, you know, what happened after that, they started making more and more money. Like they started having better crops. Mm -hmm. Right. And the farmers never forgot them, never forgot that for a very long time. And that's why farmers like for a long time, like really like and because like they're racist. But that's why they really like the Democrats (laughs) for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, that so. So that's that's something I hope that he calls back on. Just to, like, hey, like, you know, the farmers support this Green New Deal stuff because they're the ones impacted the most by, or they're also impacted by climate change, right? Like, they're, like their li- their livelihood depends on confronting climate change, so.
1: Yeah, it's almost good that they're seeing it right now in real time because a lot of this change needs to happen in the right. agricultural sector. So, um, it sounds bad, but, you know, I'm almost glad that they... Are recognizing yeah. it, mm-hmm.
3: and and also like we were talking about aggro, like this is also the main divide between like big aggro and small aggro, right? Mm-hmm. Like small aggro, a lot of them do you know want to be like more progressive, and a lot and they don't want to be bought up by uh these like big uh agro companies
2: either no i mean they're they're basically like uh indentured uh farmers right so yeah so like really indentured servants
3: right no 100 percent. so uh that's that's something that you know i think that if democrats were smart uh they would try and leverage uh those people's realities and try and get like you know republican stronghold states that people just kind of like you know the flyovers as they're so called and you know maybe pick a few of those up using that strategy, I think that'd be a pretty good idea. Mm -hmm. You don't see it, because Democrats fucking suck. I mean, goddamn. They just just,
2: voted down a goddamn climate debate. I'm just a fucking
3: idiot on, like, a podcast nobody listens to. (laughs)
5: Like,
3: what do I know? (laughs) What the fuck, dude? More than Tom Perez? A whole lot more than Tom Perez.
0: Yeah, the... um... At the um, party that Amanda and I were at last night, I was uh, talking to this guy who was uh, saying, you know, like the Green New Deal, like taking on climate change is going to be this is going to be a big fight and like. Yeah, this is like literally like the fight for like the survival of humanity. Yeah, you guys have all seen <laughs> the like Endgame, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, he was like yeah, it's it's kind of like we're in an Avengers movie, except there aren't any Avengers. We have to, we all have to be Captain America and, and Iron Man
2: ourselves. <laughs> it's funny you say that because uh, Mark Ruffalo actually had commented about that, and he's like, uh, he had mentioned that this Green New Deal policy like uh, gives him a lot of hope and. uh. You know, like he he talks about how you know in the movies he plays the guy that you know uh, has to save the world and you know look out for these kids and everyone like looks up to him and stuff like that. But like, um, the, the real heroes are going to be like the kids that uh, fight climate change. You yeah, know? and he, like he you know he talks about like how uh, like <laughs> as Hulk he doesn't want to let them down. That that was kind of kind of touching. Kinda yeah, cool. absolutely. But it's like
1: did he donate money to? Iron Man's campaign, then?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I'm sure he's donating to Bernie.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's definitely do- donating, supporting, endorsing, who all that, of the above. Who was that
3: idiot? Was it Washington Post, like, an opinion piece? Like... We shouldn't trust Greta Thunberg. She's kind of a loser. Like what kind of like 13-year-old girl?
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did see that actually. I was like that's wow. a fucking incredible hot take
3: there. Like what kind of thir- Well, I mean, it is kind of suspect. Like come on, chill. No, I'm
5: kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, um, I guess speaking of the Green New Deal, uh, just last Thursday, uh, Bernie Sanders announced his, uh, his plans to take on climate change, his, uh, his version of a Green New Deal. Which uh, seems pretty fucking cool. Uh, the fucking
2: it, gold standard.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, his plan uh, would cost, I think, $16.3, tr- $16.3 trillion over the next 10 years. Um, and it calls for the U.S. to reach 100% renewable energy for electricity and transportation no later than 2030, as well as a complete decarbonization by
1: 2050.
0: Mm. Um, just to just to do a quick overview of what the plan calls for. Um, Just some bullet points, Uh, reaching 100% renewable energy for electricity and transportation by no later than 2030 and complete decarbonization by 2050 at the latest, uh, ending unemployment by creating 20 million jobs, directly uh, uh, directly invest uh, an uh, an historic 16.3 trillion public uh, public investment, Uh, a just transition for workers, uh, for people who are currently, you know, working in the fossil fuel industry, uh, declaring climate change a national emergency, saving American families money by weatherizing homes and lowering energy bills, building affordable and high quality modern public transportation, providing grants and trade-in programs for families and small businesses to purchase high-efficiency uh, high electric vehicles and rebuilding our inefficient and crumbling infrastructure, including deplo- uh, deploying universal high, affordable high-speed internet, supporting small family farms by investing in ecological regenerative and sustainable agriculture, uh, justice for frontline communities. Committing uh, to reducing emissions throughout the world, uh, meeting and exceeding our fair share of global emissions, uh, re- global emissions reductions, uh, making massive investments in research and development, uh, expanding uh, expanding the climate justice movement and investing in conservation and public lands to heal our soils forests and prairie lands.
5: Mm. Yeah, so, so it's fucking massive. Yeah. I think
0: there's in also total, like a, it's like 30 something pages
2: long. It's Yeah. It's it's a huge program. It's and, there's uh parts that the uh, they took adopted from the um, UN climate discussions back in like 92 about, um, protection for indigenous people across the world and like, uh, investing in those communities as well, just cause mm-hmm. they're like the hardest hit. And, um, yeah, I mean, people I know that aren't even like big into electoral politics and kind of like, you know, don't really focus on that are my, like, this blew their minds like i mean even me like i i expected to be bold but holy shit it's bold like yeah i you know you're talking about like how you know it's hard to have hope in in, in such a dire time but it's plans and ideas like this that that kick up the hope well, Mike my...
4: Warren has a plan
2: though
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, let me uh l- let me try and bring you a l- back down a little bit by sharing with you a, a Washington post headline Ugh. about uh bernie's uh, climate plan uh Trump's wall is child's play compared to Bernie Sanders' climate plan uh, a little excerpt here the wall is child's play compared with the risable fantasy that Sanders has rolled out. Is that, wait, what is is that risible? What is that even? Risible fantasy that Sanders has rolled out in lieu of an actual climate change strategy. It's hard to know where to start with this document, but here's a couple of uh, high points. Sanders will replace or scrap all aircraft, the vast majority of cars and trucks, most buses, trains, and ships, hundreds of power plants, and much of the industrial grid, which is what he would have promised to do to reach his uh, 100% renewable energy for electricity and transportation. Transportation goal, like th- I good, mean, yeah. yeah. It's good. like here we're gonna <laughs> fucking here's, die. Here's yeah. the problem. He's right to say that you know this is definitely <laughs> a bigger project than a fucking stupid medieval wall. But what the fuck is a stupid medieval wall for? And what is this uh, climate plan for? Mm-hmm. Right? Like this equivalent this equivocation is completely galaxy brain. Mm-hmm. Co- like just d- completely, just totally out of context. He's like. Believe me, I want real uh, plans against climate action, no, such as this, such as this carbon tax. <laughs> and
5: I
4: was just like, what the fuck is your problem? Well, dude. one thing he's right on is politically; it's probably hard, um, yeah, it's, just yeah. as hard as the wall. It's, it's just it's as hard, not or if not harder. it's probably harder. Yeah. But yeah. Like yeah. the harder fact that, the like,
2: I mean, you to compare a fucking racist, you know, white supremacist monument basically at the yeah, border agree, yeah. to like climate justice is just like. That's child's play. i love that's to see how much mm. we
4: actually get through. I mean, it's good that Brain's
2: doing very important You have to go plans. bold, though. Yeah, I think that's above be right. be- and yeah. beyond. Beyond. Beyond, beyond. Which is why
4: Warren making, like, me- the, compromise at the beginning is dumb. And the transfer. The
2: I like the uh, difference between the two plans, too. Because, like, uh-huh. you have one, which, um, you know, it, it, it takes the... Uh, it takes <clears throat> one takes money from the Pentagon and the military industrial complex and invest it into uh, climate change, and one takes the military and uses it as an apparatus to try to tackle climate change. Warrens obviously uses the military to tackle climate change, which I think is a failed um, strategy, in my yeah. opinion. I think you have to mostly because I don't trust the people that the military are military. The largest there. polluter yeah. in the world, too. Yeah, and they're, yeah, the they're largest polluter in the world. Yeah. So it does it. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. No. Yeah, I think all these
0: like, columnists and, like, opinion writers for, like, The Post, The Times, whatever. They're just... They're failing to grasp the, the reality that, like, yeah, this is going to be fucking difficult, but it's this, or we're going to die. <laughs>
2: right, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, the equivalency is, like, if you have a house, and, like, you know, you need to have, like, the roof replaced, and, you know, like, people are complaining about the cost as well, and it's like, yeah, it's going to cost so much money to replace it, but it's like, if you don't replace it, you know what's going to happen, right? We're fucked. Right, like you have your to house make, is going to collapse. Yeah, and, like, the, the idea that, like, and, and a lot of people, like, you know, I'm talking about $16.3 trillion. I don't think they've seen the numbers of what it's going to cost us with inaction. Because with mm-hmm. inaction,
4: it's going to cost us a hell of a lot more. Well, and people still think government debt matters, too. So that's, you know, doesn't matter. <laughs> also, like, uh, my favorite dumb guy opinion I've talked about this before is, what if China comes to collect on their debt? Because, like, <laughs> they just own bonds, right? Mm-hmm. It's investments. Like, it works like a bond you would buy. China's not going to collect on their debt. The whole point of buying bonds is to collect interest. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah,
3: yeah. People don't. People don't understand, like you know banking and monetary theory and that's why jeff bezos owns like the washington post it's because like he knows that the washington Post is going to be dependable to just forget about all that stuff forget about you know just like how actual you know money and spending and fiscal policy works just be like oh this is going to cost so much money we can never do this that's why jeff bezos Owns the Washington Post because Washington Post will always
2: be dependable for that. Yeah, and fuck him. Like he's his entire brand's built off the Amazon. Right. And like, where oh. is where is he at? Like, you know, uh, like, are you fucking serious? Like, uh, yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Someone said the wrong Amazon is burning, which is funny. Uh,
0: yeah. I the like wrong that. Amazon is burning, and the wrong ice is melting. Yeah, oh. yeah. We said abolish ice, That's... and then like the polar ice. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, everyone is <was> making that <laughs> joke. That <laughs> belongs
1: on a t-shirt.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So um, yeah, earlier this week, uh, Bernie also announced two other very, very big, very big uh, uh, policy proposals. Uh, One of them being uh, criminal justice reform. And uh, this uh, this covers a variety of issues, including uh, reeling back long prison sentences, ending cash bail, improving oversight of police, boosting public defenders, legalizing marijuana at the national level, uh, and banning private and for-profit prisons. Which is just fucking cutting the prison population in half.
2: What? Cutting the prison population in half? Yeah. I mean, once again, Bernie nails it out of the park. Most. This is the gold standard when it comes to criminal justice and I thought that um, there was a lot of interesting takes on this one of the most interesting was um, Basically that that Bernie Sanders by releasing this plan was pandering uh, <laughs> Which is the most asinine thing ever um, and uh, Somebody said that he was doing it because he was um, falling in the polls in South Carolina mm-hmm. which It's just absolutely ridiculous. uh, because like there's no way in hell that he actually believes in any of this stuff. Right, right. right, Yeah. (laughs) This is like you know, Bernie's ideas and uh, since fuck the eighties at Mm -hmm. least, you know. I mean I'm saying right
3: now the only polls that matter right now are the polls in Iowa and New Hampshire. Those are the Literally the only polls that matter at this moment right now, like because you're you're not gonna see the polls in South Carolina are not actually really gonna matter until we find out who the winners of those both those that primary. Oh yeah, I mean look at two thousand eight with Obama. Exactly, one hundred percent. They were like before in two thousand eight. You know, South Carolina. The polls said black people were with Hillary Clinton and like that's how it was and then Barack Obama uh was it did he, he win? won Iowa he won Iowa and that's when he surged mm-hmm. right so if Bernie Sanders can pull off a similar feat and i believe he probably can mm-hmm. like he's he's the number one second choice candidate he's uh got the ground game he's got the best ground game of any candidate uh i really i'm not worried about south carolina as much as some other people are
2: yeah, and I, I think that idea that this is like pandering when it actually, like, this is, this is not fucking pulling out a goddamn bottle of hot sauce. This is like real systemic change. This is not pandering in the slightest. Like, mm-hmm. this will actually make like real differences Absolutely. in people's lives. Absolutely. He's talking about ending for private, for profit prisons. Yeah. Well, I
3: mean, in their mind, they think they're like, oh, well, he's lying, right? Because that'll mm-hmm. never happen. So that's like a lie. You're not allowed. That's against the rules for them, which is mm-hmm. like stupid. You should just say what you believe, and people should vote for you on what you believe. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how it should be.
2: Yeah, And I thought it was interesting because like one of the criticism too was that this was coming out late and uh, I thought that was you know, interesting <laughs> in, in part because um, You know that that was a critique that was uh, labeled at Sanders and then two days later Elizabeth Warren uh, announces a plan that uh, is good. It, it is uh, second best for sure. Yeah, that's and,
4: always how it is, right? Um,
2: but there was <laughs> the not silver that standard there was uh, the silver standard. Yes um, there was not there was not the same critiques made. There wasn't like you know this is late, this is pandering. None of those same critiques were made. Oh well, yeah, they're never.
3: They're not gonna. They're not gonna bring down Sanders until Biden, or they're not gonna bring down Warren until Biden's out of the race. Or actually, no. If Biden goes out of the race, they'll probably love Warren even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, right. they'll, they'll focus
0: on Bernie if. Well, I mean, Biden dropping out or you know getting out of the race would only further consolidate Bernie's support.
3: Yeah, yeah, and I think I, I think that you'd well, definitely you definitely know. see the media like just go all all for either Warren or Harris. Mm-hmm. Harris is a bad bet.
4: Yeah. Harris is a bet. She,
3: she's tanking ever since like coming out against like Medicare for All. Mm-hmm. She's been tanking ever mm-hmm. since then. Also, the Tulsi Gabbard stuff, big yeah. deal.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: I don't. Did you see like her? Uh, i guess like she had like paid protesters at the dnc or something like that protesting bernie's speech and the Pro- like, sunrise movement yeah they're like uh- protesting the sunrise movement and, like <laughs> just being messy as fuck just walking out <laughs> of bernie's speech just like completely these people are so goddamn messy and the
4: thing is people are less politically active like i knew some people support Ka- kamala because kamala is a good public speaker and Says so the right thing says, right. she's tanking now but a lot of people really just kind of go for optics you know mm. right? and her optics are bad now which is good yeah, that's why that's yeah. why
2: they are all going for biden right now There's optics are you want to yeah, talk about exactly. amazing that's, it's so important right <laughs> uh
4: and like that's like ground game's important but i mean uh people just may, may treat it like uh i mean that's why jfk won too people a lot of people just casually treat it like oh this person seems all right they seem cool mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's dangerous, but...
2: I like one of the uh, aspects of the bill that uh, made it for um, um, safe injection sites, uh, especially considering um, that um, if he were to win uh, the nomination, um, Mike Pence uh, in Indiana, uh, he made uh, safe injection sites uh, illegal, and it led to a huge like um, HIV epidemic. So, I think that that'd be something that could be... Um, one obviously it, pr- it promotes safety, and you know there's less overdoses, especially now when we're experiencing record levels. but it also like is a good political move in terms of going after the other administration, especially when uh you know you know uh these opioid um overdoses and things like that are you know heavily um in trump country it's in like white rural areas mostly, mm-hmm. so I think that'll be uh, a good thing. Uh, you were, you, you had said earlier, Alex, that, uh, one of the things that you wanted to see in the bill was the decriminal, uh, decriminalization of sex work as well. That mm, yeah,
3: that is, I, I, it is kind of weird that it's not in there. I just feel like that's just something that's aligning with Bernie's values. I wonder, you know, if like, that's like a pl- if it's a political calculation maybe and you mentioned like while well, he's you know trying to get voters uh, for prisoners, right? You're yeah, which right is like prison polls at
2: like 20-some right. percent. So I don't know if it's a political calculation as much as it is and he and he was um, he was also one of those senators that was weak on um, Sepsta uh, Sasa, I think it is, or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the bill that would have.
3: Yeah, right. And and, and that's. that's, Yeah, I I, I don't really. Like I said, I don't understand that. Maybe he believes that's like. He said this on guns too before, that it's more of a state's rights kind of issue, Mm. which is like. I mean, I under it's kind of a cop out, dude. It's kind a of a cop bit, out, yeah. and there's like all the like the um, you know, racist overtones to those kind of arguments, right? Because it, although like you know, those are definitely like structural and you know, political arguments, they're, they're the reason for those like structures is racism. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like, when you say that, right? Like, even if you disagree with like the racism, and obviously, Bernie Sanders is that candidate you know like that is kind of like uh at the like in the end if you really like break it down uh the kind of argument that you're making but so like he definitely I definitely want to know more about this um I still think it's still the gold standard it's still a great plan um you know and uh you know our dSA just like uh voted to uh have a working group on decriminalizing sex work? I think so, it can be pushed so that's so that's something you know that I think that we'll definitely hear about more in the future and uh I definitely think that um it's it's definitely not something uh that I think should you know remove you uh to support bernie sanders i would i do
2: understand uh the criticisms of it though. Mm-hmm. I thought um another uh interesting aspect of this bill that's kind of not really talked about, but it's actually kind of a it's more of a big deal um so like a lot of times prisoners once they' they're they're in there they you know they're paid um extremely small amounts of money for their labor you know maybe a dollar a day for a full day's work and then uh you know they spend that that whole day working and then they you know if they want to go talk to their loved ones uh whether through like a video chat or a phone call um they uh They gotta, they gotta pay, and usually it's like a dollar a minute, two dollars a minute. It's like extremely exorbitant prices, especially for people that, you know, don't have anything. Um, so one of the things that he wanted to do was, uh, make it free. Which I think, like you know, if the if the if the goal is like rehabilitation, um, and you know, not like punishment, then uh, connection to family is right. a way for them to stay grounded and remember that they do have people that support them on the outside. Yeah. Ending cash bail, super huge too. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the
3: punishment of poor people basically is what right. that is. Yeah, yeah. So like, that's something that that's that's in
2: the bill, right? Uh, Keith, yeah. Keep uh, yeah. keep yeah. broader would still be alive right. if we you know had bad, banished cash bail. Is in jail for you know years for stealing a backpack because he couldn't afford to pay bail. Mm. Right,
3: Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty heartbreaking like and these are people that have like, you know in America We're told that you know, you're innocent until proven guilty. Not if you're fucking poor. No, oh, yeah, you yeah. also want to get rid of uh, uh,
2: Civil asset forfeiture which oh, uh, we already did in Michigan. Thank you, Dana. Legalized robbery yeah. by but cop. That's what that is Yeah, yeah, yeah there's an uh, interesting fact there uh, the cops have stolen uh, More wealth from people uh, through uh, civil asset forfeiture than uh, burglars. Ac- yeah, actual
3: burglars <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Wow <laughs>
1: jeez. That's
3: crazy. Fucking yeah. incredible. Yeah. So yeah, uh Organized vote for crime. Bernie, standards, Bernie Sanders Bernie Sanders <laughs> Bernie Sanders Bernie, Bernie standards, Bernie Sanders sets the standards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And vote for him and uh yeah, target the real c- criminals, the cops.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Probably another, not the greatest endorsement. There's <laughs> actually another part of this. And actually I I it's something like obviously I'm like I'm Pretty anti cop, but I thought this is like still a pretty interesting proposal. He was talking about how cops have to fulfill so many roles. They have to fulfill the role of, you know, social workers and medical care providers and things like this. And um, by having trained professionals go out there and handle those and investing in those kind of services um, or having like social workers paired along cops, Mm -hmm. you could make it so where, you know, because. Cops aren't trained to. more oversight to, too. Adds yeah, adds more oversight. Like it, it makes it accountability. Slower. Accountability. Yeah. And, and and you know like there's a lot of people that are you know if you're mentally ill or you have like a mentally ill uh, family member you're scared to call the cops because they'll kill you. Mm-hmm. They'll kill you. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Like yeah. I mean there was uh, it was a couple I think it was just a couple days ago there was somebody that called the cops and was they were you know they were themselves calling the cops and being like you know I I haven't taken my meds like you know I need help, I need help. yeah and
0: murdered mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're, uh, we're almost out of time here, but before we go, I wanted, to, I wanted us to go over, uh, uh the other the the third massive proposal that bernie announced uh last week which is his workplace democracy plan which is pretty fucking rad uh just to do another quick overview uh his proposal would provide unions the ability to organize through a majority sign up process allowing the national labor relations board to certify a union if it receives the consent of the majority of eligible workers uh enact first Uh, Enact first contract provisions to ensure companies cannot prevent a union from forming by denying a first contract. Eliminate the right to work for less uh, laws that are in 28 states. prevent companies from ruthlessly exploiting workers by misclassifying them as independent contractors or denying them overtime by falsely calling them a supervisor. Uh, Make sure that employers can no longer use franchisee or contractor arrangements to avoid responsibility and liability for workers. Give federal workers the right to strike. Uh, Make sure every public sector union in America has the freedom to negotiate. Require companies that merge to honor existing union contracts. Deny uh, federal contracts contracts to employers that pay poverty wages, outsourcing jobs overseas, engage in union busting uh, or deny uh, good benefits and pay CEOs uh, outrageous compensation packages, uh, ban the permanent replacement of striking workers, protect the pensions of workers. Uh, stop uh, corporations from forcing workers to attend mandatory anti-union meetings as a condition of continued employment. Uh, establish federal protections against the firing of workers for any reason other than just cause. Uh, create a sectoral collective bargaining system with wage boards to set minimum standards across industries. Uh, guarantee the right to unionize for all workers. Allow for secondary boycotts. Expand and update the persuader rule. Uh, a fair tran- and a fair transition to Medicare for all. The Look, fucking gold standard. The again. fucking gold standard
6: again. <laughs> Look, Amazon workers, Walmart workers, we're gonna unionize. We're gonna, we're gonna organize. We're gonna win. We're gonna win so big. We're gonna win so much. You're gonna get sick of winning. We're gonna organize, and you're gonna get, stick it to your bosses. We're gonna stick it to them.
0: That's uh, that, uh, but unironically. yeah, yeah.
3: That's that's uh, Trump was uh. As uh, labor militant as Bernie Sanders. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, the, once again, like I said, it's just so great to see this, and uh, he got like raving reviews from like the unions. I I watched the uh, rally, which uh, he introduced us in Iowa to the AFL-CIO, and like multiple standing ovations. So wow. and there was uh, several uh I, I know the SEIU, uh the AFL CIO, um, the uh airline I forget what the name of it, the airline union though, um uh have all called on other candidates to adopt uh basically Bernie's plan, yeah. which is kind of huge. Mm-hmm. And uh honestly if you're in a union and your union isn't endorsing Bernie, you better start asking fucking questions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, this this plan effectively says to every union in America, if you're not supporting Bernie, what the fuck are you doing?
2: Yeah, you, you're not with your fuck. It, you, if you're a fucking rank and file union member, and your union leaders are, you know, even close to hesitating on who to endorse, like. Wow. Because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, the, they're, you know, I think uh, Jackman you know, wrote an article and they said, you know, any union that doesn't endorse Bernie Sanders is leaving money on the table because mm-hmm. that's, that's that's what this is. This going to increase wages, this going to increase, you know, healthcare benefits. Is like mm-hmm. uh, And I like the, the they tried to mis um like, this is a change to his Medicare for All plan by saying that uh, union workers would be able to, uh, all the savings that they receive under Medicare for All would be put into their wages. This is part of his labor plan. And they tried to say that that was like a, a change to the Medicare for All plan, which is crazy because it has like very little to do with the Medicare for All other than the fact that, like you know, it's just deciding where those savings are going to go and they're not going to go in the hands of the fucking corporations that have been screwing over these workers for far too long. For sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something that stuck out to me is that a goal of this was to make unions more accessible to people that don't have access to unions right now. There's only certain sectors that really um, have that infrastructure in place for people to join. So I think yeah. a really important component of this is mobilizing the entire workforce to step up and and organize and for um, sure. yeah
2: yeah people that work in like the quote unquote gig economy exactly you yeah organized unorganized. unorganized. Which mm-hmm. is a like tech hasn't unionized either mm-hmm. at all. Well, some places like some
3: tech, uh, there was like a Uber union uh, in like California, I think. Didn't it start up? Didn't they like? Uh, I don't think they've ever been uh, recognized, mm-hmm. but they've like they. I'm pretty sure that some Uber people have like joined a union. Huh. I'm pretty sure. I mean, with how big,
4: how, like how big a part of our economy tech is, uh, tech hasn't really
3: unionized at all. Right. There's like... There's definitely like a ton of sectors in our economy that need to be unionized, right? And uh, we—it's really smart of Bernie to like be trying to get those people organized, not just like for himself and his own power, but for the Democratic Party too. Like that's how you're gonna like uh, entrench uh, yourself in power—is if you know you put unions in uh, more power. Mm -hmm. If you're the the Democratic Party and you're not doing everything you can to uh, build up unions and make uh, unions as strong as they can be you're 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 doing this to yourself guys you're losing to trump on your own
2: you guys are doing it to yourself well i mean speaking of losing based on that strategy you had joe biden who had was he had a fundraiser hosted by a union buster right so that goes exactly what you're talking about is like these democrats are just feckless
3: look they would rather lose and lose and lose than actually uh stop taking money from these big corporate Uh, Packs Mm. and and get all these big dollar donations. Like, Nancy Pelosi will never stop fundraising. Steny Hoyer will never stop fundraising. Like, they're just gonna keep uh, doing what they're doing until they fucking die, just like all the rest of these fucking ghouls that we... Sometimes we get a good one, like David Cote, but sometimes, you know, we still have to wait for those, like, Henry Kissinger. (laughs) And... Yeah that's just that's just where we're at right now.
0: Really. Right. And you know that's why this this workplace democracy plan is so important. I think it's it's a really it's a fundamental step toward rebuilding uh the class consciousness that this country needs that's been f- fucking systematically destroyed by corporations over the last 40 years. And um this is this is a really important step toward rebuilding that.
2: Yeah and you know People always ask me why I support Bernie over Warren. And this is just one more reason because, you know, as Bernie is introducing one of the strongest labor plans there is, um, there was news that come out, uh, from Nevada, the culinary workers in Nevada, which is a huge union because of, um, obviously Las Vegas and just like the amount of dining and, and food industry in that, um, city and, and state too. Um, they they went on strike and they were asking for you know all candidates to you know boycott the hotels that they work at and whatnot and um, Warren has crossed that picket line several times. Yeah, mm. I heard about that Yeah, and then you know Bernie and like once again like today He had a he had a rally that he was gonna uh, go to and uh, he canceled the rally so that he could go join a picket line so You know, it's just like night and day in comparison to like, you know, you can talk the talk but like Bernie's literally walking the walk.
5: Yeah,
0: I mean, he's the only candidate that's actually showing real solidarity with workers.
2: I don't think I've ever seen another candidate in my lifetime that's a presidential candidate on a picket line, other than Bernie. Look. Is, is there
0: <laughs> other uh, not that I, Not that I can recall.
6: Look, Elizabeth happen. Warren was a good friend of mine. A good friend of mine. I loved Elizabeth Warren. But now... All she is to me is a scab. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren is a scab. <laughs> <laughs> Vote for me. I am the real working class candidate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Elizabeth Warren is a scab. <laughs> Well, uh, we're <laughs> we're out of time now, uh, so we're gonna wrap things up. Um, thanks so much for uh, for listening to this week's episode. Uh, as always, please subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Uh, if you like our show, you should go give us a rating on iTunes because it'll help more people find our show. Um, make sure to like us on Facebook at State of the Revolution. You can find us on Twitter at SOTR Pod. And uh, please uh, give us your money <laughs> on uh, Patreon. You can uh, find our show on uh, patreon.com slash michiganprogressive and uh, help support us there. Uh, signing off, I'm Benjamin
2: Clon. Zachary Reinhart.
1: Amanda Adams. Mitch
2: Tukin. And Alex Sahori. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys later. Bye.